everyone, and welcome to the PhD2B podcast, a podcast where we talk about graduate school. My name is Natalie, and I'm here with my co-host, Dallas. Hey. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about stressful grad school summers. We're going to give you a warning. We're probably going to complain a lot. I live to complain. everyone so um we're probably like we said we're probably going to complain a little bit just giving you insight into what our summers have been like um we really kind of wanted to not necessarily do a reflection of our summers per se which we are going to do but i think we kind of want to give insight into just the reality of what a graduate student summer looks like and i think right now dallas and i are in very unique places that uh, we can really speak into like, oh, we're realizing that our summers are going to start changing and they're not going to be like the summers back when we were in master's or bachelor's or even like a couple of years ago in the grad program, uh, specifically the PhD program. So let's talk about that. Dallas, how has your summer been? Stressful. Um, yeah. I would like to start off with saying I really don't like when people are like well at least you're off for the summer because we're not yeah we're off in the sense of like we don't have to be on campus but trust me I'm not off like well and I was thinking about that too the other day like when we were sort of brainstorming planning for this episode mm-hmm. I think a lot of professors get that too yeah because yes you're right it's kind of similar like you you're yeah you're, I'm not necessarily in school unless you're an adjunct and you have to work during the summers because there are summer classes going on right but even the same reigns true for yeah just because you're not teaching doesn't mean you're not doing work even like you know a, a professor right like they might not be teaching a class over the summer but you know they're doing research they're working on you know books they're working on articles they're working on um you know helping other PhD students with dissertation materials and they, you know, they got other things to do. And, you know, a lot of them also have families that they're, um, you know, also having to take care of, which is of course like a daily thing, summer or not summer, but you know, if their kids are off of school and they don't have like a camp to go to or something, you know, they're having to deal with their kids being at home, be like, mom, dad, like fix me my lunch. Where's my snack? Can you take me to so-and-so's house? Right? Like they, their time is also free. And it makes for the parent and the professor's job less free, even if they don't have to be on campus all the time. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think today's episode is just going to kind of give us, give y'all insight into it. Once you get to a certain point in your grad degree, um, and even if you're an overachieving graduate student, like those who might not be in the middle of exams or dissertating, but they might be studying or researching or writing a, a paper for publication like that is not our experiences when we didn't have to now we kind of have to so we're in that space so we just kind of wanted to talk about our summers how yeah has yours been aside from stressful (laughs) you want to get into more detail i was very excited for the summer to start i felt very um excited and like pumped up to like get started on my exam reading because i my tentative date for exams is very early um it's september 1st um, there's no way I'm doing anything September 1st there. I'm not turning anything in, in September, like on September 1st there, it's just not going to happen. There's no way. 
Um, I did travel a lot. I went home for a while. For about a week, I went home to visit my family. And then I came back for a week. And then I went to Mexico for like three, four days. Came back for a day. Went back to Mexico for another week. Flight got delayed. Um, so I, I, it was like a little over a week at that point when I finally got home and like that really threw like a monkey wrench into my reading plan. I thought I was going to have more time of just like laying out on the beach and doing all this reading and I did not get nearly as much reading done as I thought I was going to be able to do while I was on vacation, while I was at home. Um, even though I had every intention of doing it, I just... I, I really set myself back by not doing it and not like being more, um, you know, diligent about getting it done. But like at the same time, like I want to break too, <laughs> um, which I realized going home for a week and going to Mexico twice is like probably an overextended break, of course, um, that I didn't necessarily have to do. Um, so I kind of did that to myself, but I really thought I was going to be more diligent about it. And it just became harder to do that. Um, one of them, I was in Mexico for a wedding. Um, we had a lot of, um, obligations that like weekend where I wasn't able to just hang out and read. Right. Um, and then when I went again to Mexico, um, with one of my friends, um, we ended up having a lot of like we weren't just like at one place. Like we didn't just hang out on the beach just to read for like a while. Like we kind of had to, the resort we were at, like you couldn't actually swim on the beach there. Like there wasn't. So if you wanted to go like to a beach where you could actually get in the water, you had to like go to a different beach and schedule the, it, it just ended up eating up a bunch of time, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Like we weren't just like sitting on the beach all day. Like we had to like make time to like get the transport to go to the beach and, just a lot of back and forth between our resort and like the other resort and just trying to figure out what we were going to do. It just, it ended up like my day just like went away, you know? Um, and so when I got back, I feel like I was already like super behind on reading because I made a very stringent reading plan before the summer officially like started. And I was like, I'm going to keep up with it. I'm going to keep up with it. I'm gonna, and I have not kept up with this reading schedule. And it was like a very intense reading schedule. And I'm way more behind than I would have ever anticipated. And I, I, I could just, I'm so frustrated with myself for not sticking with it. So I'm more frustrated with myself. But I also wish whenever the proposed date of September 1st was brought up that I would have said, I don't think that that's going to be possible for me. And just like, picked a different date altogether because I feel like I'm always that person that needs an extension and I didn't want to have to be the person that needed the extension for this but I'm gonna need the extension I had an extension and it was the greatest choice I made so yeah. and that's the great thing you can still make that choice that September 1st date is not set in stone right and you're not a disappointment if you move it period thank you, thank you. What you're saying reminds me of sort of the way that I was feeling a little a little bit. I mean, I didn't go on trips, so it's a little bit different. But I remember last year when I was in your position, I um, I remember because I was already burnt out without knowing I was burnt out in that spring semester before the summer. And I remember like looking at the summer and being so excited because you think you have all this time to read for exams, for example. And then you get in the middle of the summer and then you realize yeah no I don't have that much time and it flies by so quickly and 
let let's even like put the fact that you went to mexico like aside like the fact that you you have to you can't spend all of your time reading also you know so it's like some of us have to work some of us have to take care of kids you know so it's like yeah it did that time would be replaced with that anyway so no matter what you're doing with it and it didn't help that like when i got back from mexico the second time i immediately started a babysitting job like exactly that week that i came back so i just had um i've had a lot going on but i need the job exactly extra money because you know the school of course we've talked about it so many times like we don't get paid that much and especially like i was doing tutoring during the school year and now that i'm not doing that because the school year is over that's a lot less money that i'm making and i really and i love kids i love babies everyone who knows me knows i love babies so when this like opportunity came about i was like okay it's only like typically 20 hours a week unless the baby's mother she does a lot of traveling um so if she has to travel then i have to do like all day which like yeah i can read while the baby's napping but she's also 13 months so she's not like a newborn she's very active you know she's always crawling around. she's not walking quite yet but she's you know crawling around she's a handful right like i'm constantly chasing after her making sure she's not i don't know putting something in her mouth that doesn't go in her mouth or you know terrorizing the cat you know um so it's not like i can just sit and read and like her play quietly you know just her kind of play to herself like she's constantly wanting my attention if i have a book out she wants to look at it and check it out because you know it's interesting i guess um you know babies have all these cool toys but then you know they want to find they find joy in the things that you don't want them to play with so it's like yeah i can and i read when she naps but she doesn't nap for terribly long in the grand scheme of things so i do lose a lot of time for reading with babysitting but at the same time like i really need this job and also i just i love i love getting to snuggle a baby like during the week it's so nice it helps me feel less um you know as much as it's like hindering me from the reading in a way it helps with my like anxiety being like oh sweet baby yeah um so i do enjoy it and i just i love taking care of her during the week yeah so to my point like either way like no matter what it is that you're doing when it when you're not doing reading working taking care of someone even just general things like going to get groceries it's like you can't just like we've said earlier like you can't or not earlier in this episode but earlier in like other episodes like you can't expect grad school would love to take up all of your time yeah and it just it just can't but life happens like you have to do stuff like okay maybe you couldn't have maybe not have gone to mexico let's be real you know yeah but at the same time it's like but i also can't spend my entire time just reading like it's right yeah i guess that seems like the ideal but you'll still end up finding a way to get behind because that's what i was yeah because even before i started the babysitting job before i went to mexico i still wasn't hitting my reading goals that i had set out for myself and like i was telling myself like i would have to read be reading like almost 200 pages a day just to like hit my reading goal to do all this reading and i was like there's just no way before you know to have that september 1st i'm gonna turn in my portfolio so not only would i have to be reading all of this time i'd have to be writing simultaneously just to get my portfolios because i'm doing two portfolios just to have those in turned in by september 1st exactly there is just no way i'm going to be able to do that at this point i mean it just 
shows that you're stressed right like there's like there's so many different things that are stressing you out and it's like when you want to accomplish this one thing in the summer especially when you feel like you romanticize or you idealize that the summer it's free like i don't have anything to do like i can focus on this but then you realistically speaking say i have bills to pay i have debt that i need to cover like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. need this job and then you have less and less time so it's like how do you strike a balance without feeling bad or feeling like you're not achieving what you're supposed to be doing. Like it's so hard. And this is why you're stressed. And I'm in a new relationship. Um, I, so now I have a person that I'm, you know, hanging out with and and trying to make time for, and you know, I can't just be like, Oh yeah, I know we're in a relationship, but like, I can't ever see you anymore. Sorry. Um, you know, like, yeah, I can't do that to him. Right. Um, that would not be fair. And, um, and he, and as much as he is very respectful of the fact that I'm in school and he wants to make sure that I am getting my schoolwork done. And I do appreciate that. Like, I can't just, I'm not going to go to your house to hang out with you and then just sit there and read the whole time. Like, well, and you want to hang I out want with him to too. Hang out like, with him. I'm going to prefer like hanging out with this person than reading. Like, right. it's just, and we're it, human you know, beings. Like, it, that's what happens. Right. And similar, similar, similarly, I cannot talk for you. Like, you have a husband. Like, you can't yeah. just like ignore your husband all the time. Like, you know, it's hard. It's really hard. And I, and I know, like, I know it's not realistic to expect no one's probably I, I doubt anyone is expecting me to literally read every single word no, on these pages of course not but I also feel like I need to I still have to read most of it you know and that in itself is really hard and yeah and, yeah it's stressful it's very stressful I've been like I think about it every day and I'm just like I don't know how I'm ever gonna catch up which is why I'm like there's just no way that that September 1st deadline is happening no and even like me like I've talked about this about my my summer last year, with, I think in the burnout episode and probably the comprehensive exam episode, but essentially like I was reading, I was doing pretty well. And then I reached my breaking point and I had to start going to counseling and all mm-hmm. those types of things. I quit my job in athletics for the summer. And so I had to both take care of my mental health and read. And like, I got to a point, all of my mental health issues got worse as the summer started because of teaching, Mm -hmm. not teaching itself, but like the time that I had to put into teaching too. And I ended up defending, submitting my exam November and defending in December. Right. And it worked out very well. Granted, like it was a very hard six, seven months. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is realistic and this is what happens. And so, you know, it's, it's, it just sucks because we we sit here and we think as grad students like you're gonna have this time to be productive and we are being productive but it doesn't feel like enough yeah it just never feels like enough it feels like i could spend all day reading and it's like i still it still wouldn't be enough yeah and it's like at what point do you have to say yeah it's not going to be enough but like it has to be enough right yeah and there's so many things coming up in my personal life i've got weddings i've got like three weddings coming up two that I'm in one that's a very close family member who's getting married and you know I can't not go to that wedding like I have to and they're all out of town every single one of them um you know it's just it's like constant something's coming up constantly I've got a conference in October as well um I've got another project I'm working on with one of my professors and some other students in the department we're working on um a project that's going to be a published um article that we're writing together and then we've got the accompanying conference that we're going to that's i've got two weddings and that conference all happening just in october and i feel like that that'll like that october is, is just <laughs> well and i feel like looking ahead 
also is making you feel like you have to capitalize mm-hmm. on what's what's happening now because as soon as that week of august starts like it's it feels like it's the end it's not necessarily the end because you can still read and i still read all the way through so you know you can still do that stuff and you find time and you make do and you will complete Mm -hmm. those portfolios and you will pass your exams but looking ahead it makes you think like if i don't capitalize on this time now Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to achieve what I want to achieve. And guess what? That adds more stress and more pressure. Right. And then like along the way, I also had to submit my syllabus. Right. So I was like having to be like, okay, I can't read right now because the most immediate thing is getting the syllabus complete so I could submit this. And of course, I still submitted it later than it was due because of course I did. And then I'm teaching. So I'm teaching a brand new class in the fall. I'm taking a class in the fall. I've got the exams in the fall. Like everything mm-hmm. is happening. And I, when I think about all these things mm-hmm. coming up, it just like, I feel like I'm not doing enough now to save myself the stress later, but I'm also doing everything I can. Or I'm yeah. feeling like I'm doing as much as I can, but like, I can't, yeah. yeah I, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Tell me, uh, girl, trust me. I know. I know, um, I know you know. I um, When I went to my counselor two weeks ago, um, I was talking to him about... Maybe I'm in a little bit of a better boat just because I've gone through it. Mm-hmm. And I've also been going to counseling for a year. Um, a year and a month yesterday, by the oh, way. Um, which congratulations. I, I need to get him a card to tell him thank you for putting yeah. up with me. Oh, uh, <laughs> I freaking love my counselor, as you guys know. Um, but he was telling me about this and I don't and I it's still something that I'm working on so it's not like this is like a teaching moment for what you just said because I'm still figuring out what it means but I've been reading a lot about mindfulness specifically through the Catholic route which I mentioned in the previous episode that I'm reading a book called the mindful Catholic. the mindful Catholic I think yeah thank you for remembering um and so it's about like how can I focus on the present moment and just let that be because the moment that you start thinking about the things of the future they start ruining your present moment it's like you're thinking Mm -hmm. about those things and so it's like you're half-assing the thing that you're doing now and that's really hard and I've been working on it this past couple weeks since I've seen him and so I need to continue working on that but that's so hard especially in those moments like I said when you feel like you have to capitalize on these summers um and you're maybe not doing exactly what you want to do. So that's really yeah. hard. It's really hard. So now that I've complained about my upcoming exams, I feel like I've just like said the same thing over and over. So I'm going to flip it and ask Natalie like how her summer's going. I know she's got a lot of upcoming projects. So not exams. She's already done her exams, as you all know. But she's been working on her dissertation. And she's got a lot of other projects in the works so i'm gonna let her tell us about how that's going so mine's also been stressful um less so than yours in some ways in some ways not i mean not that it's like a competition but just like we're in different phases so it's going to be a little bit different um now with the knowledge that i have from going to counseling it's been a little bit better but i mean it's just a continuous like just being you're a grad student at this point once you hit that exam year it just you just keep going from there and you really aren't going to get your summer back if you're in academia um which is hard yeah because in the earlier stages of the phd program or if you're in a master's program there's not so much expected of you that you can kind of have a summer off from at least from your schoolwork maybe not from like a job right or you know if you have a family you know obviously those things are not things that you're free from but no one's really expecting you to like 
work on publications over the summer. Maybe if you're in a master's program and you're writing your thesis, you're probably doing some research and stuff. But even then, like the scale of what's expected of you when you are in an MA program is significantly less than what's expected of you in a PhD program. And I know for a lot of people who aren't in graduate school are probably not that they're all listening to this, but if they were, right, they'd say, well, that's life when you're an adult, like you don't get a summer, like you're not, you're not a kid anymore. Right. Like I think we associate being off for the summer with like high school, college, like grade school and like bachelor's degrees. Right. For a lot of people, um, being off, having nothing to do, just chilling at home, going to the pool, you know, whatever. Right. And that's, and, and I get that that for everybody right that that's not true once you have a steady job and you've got a family you're working you know year round right like you don't just get the whole summer off but the summer off when you're a graduate student is crucial to give you that time to continue the research but it's so overwhelming that you feel like you can't you can barely keep your head above water and then you've got all these other things right family friends life things you know cleaning the house taking care of the kids if you have kids working a couple of jobs going to the grocery store right like all these like daily mundane things that you have going on you know eat up so much of your time and then grad school tries to take over everything like we've talked about that it seems like yes you're right nobody gets a summer off but how am I supposed to read a hundred books in like two and a half months and I just feel like the pressures are different too because like Mm -hmm. I guess you could feel pressure from the fact that you have to go get groceries but like that's not relying on you to get a degree you know like (laughs) see what I'm saying though but like that was so funny but yes it's so true so it's it's like like, it's like the stakes are a lot higher and if I don't go get my groceries on Friday I can go on Saturday like that's not the end of the world but whenever you're like okay but I have to block out this time to read because if I if I don't finish this book today it's going to put me extra behind schedule that I'm going to have to go grocery shopping on this day because if I don't, I won't be able to go this day because I babysit this day and yeah. whatever, whatever, right? Like it just on and on and on. Yeah. It's yeah. like a continuous loop of like, there's just never enough hours in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my summers have pretty much consisted of this. So I worked in athletics in May and June. Um, I worked four days in May a week. And then in June, I worked three days. Uh, I took off Fridays in June because I was like, I don't want to push myself. Um, In the process of working in athletics, I've been trying to work on my dissertation, whether that be reading, um, reading or writing. Um, What's been stressful about my dissertation, though, is that I've kind of gotten to a point where I read this one book that kind of sort of challenges what I was trying to approach my dissertation and that was extremely stressful and Mm -hmm. so I had to stop my dissertation and I met with my advisor um and me and her are close so like wasn't like it was just we went to eat and then we like chatted about it Mm -hmm. I started picking back up so I've been working on my dissertation well but I also um had a publication due in June Mm-hmm. June 1st if I'm not mistaken and so I had to write the publication with my friend because it's a collaborative piece all of May so mm-hmm. I was working in athletics and then um, focused just on the publication so we had to get that in well literally maybe like two weeks later I get feedback for another publication that I'm doing and they're like 
we need you to explore these things. And I'm like, oh, that's going to take a lot of brain power. The revisions weren't difficult, but I was like, okay, I'm going to focus and do these revisions. The revisions technically weren't due till September 30th, but I was like, I have to get them done. And so I met with a couple of friends and uh, talked through that. And that was really stressful because I had just turned in something and then already I was getting hey you now we need revisions because the editors or the the reviewers want you to do this this and this so it's like things were adding on mm-hmm. well then i complete those revisions and the next day i get revisions for that article that me and my colleague did so right when i was just finishing the revisions for one i was getting the revisions for others and i'm like i need to work on my dissertation like right right so you're like when can i come up for air yeah it's been pretty bad yeah and so then I have till August 15th to do those revisions and I've been working on those slowly but surely but like you know with burnout it's like you lose motivation and you don't want to do stuff so you start procrastinating and I'm not a big procrastinator but I I can tell when I don't want to do something yeah um and so I do this trick which I highly recommend because it works I try to work on something for 10 minutes and Mm -hmm. I either it either makes me want to keep working or it doesn't um and so that's been really helpful and then and at so least you got the thing done for 10 minutes right yeah exactly that's really, I, I like to do that for myself too mm-hmm. i'm like okay i really don't feel like reading today i'm gonna i'm gonna set a timer for 15 minutes and just read for 15 minutes and even if that only get, I, I don't know i've said it a thousand times i'm like the slowest reader so like even though i know 15 minutes is probably only gonna be like three pages at least it's better than zero and in my motivate me enough to keep reading and maybe it doesn't and maybe i say okay my 15 minutes is up i'm gonna set another 15 minute timer and i'm gonna go um clean clean my apartment right um and then you know maybe because i'm the kind of person natalie you can tell me if you're like this where like if my apartment if my house isn't clean i'm like i cannot do anything it depends for me it depends like i like to clean like when i wake up i like to like make the bed and like clean anything Mm -hmm. off the floor that like that thing i definitely have to do the rest of it it just kind of depends like if i have stuff in the sink or like the floor needs to be mopped it really doesn't bug me i think it just depends on the general area that i'm in so yeah yeah that makes sense but um but in the process of working on revisions and publications, I've also I've been working on another publication. <laughs> I kind of did this to myself, but it's okay. Um, that's not due till November, but because it's summer, I want to capitalize on the time. And so I've been working on that. And, and it's funny because I, um, I, I talked to my therapist about this and I told him, I was like, I set up an appointment with the writing center to force myself to talk with someone about this because I've learned that I just benefit from talking to someone about this. And like, I've started realizing my friends will help me, but they also have their own things going on. So like, why don't I just like go to a resource that like literally gets paid to do this. And so they're like actually being, you know, they, they're not worried about their other, not that they're not worried about other things, but you know, like when they're there, they're there to help you specifically with your writing rather than be like, Hey friend, can you read this? When that friend is like, I am in the throes of writing my own thing or, you know, doing this or doing that. And exactly. You know, so I started going to the writing center. So I'm going to the writing center every two weeks to focus just on that thing. Amazing. And I'm writing little pieces here and there and it's already been super helpful. So I've been kind of working on that too, but um, I mean, overall, like, let me say this, um, previous to Thursday, and I'm saying this very specifically previous to Thursday, I have been having, had been having headaches every single 
day right stress headaches yeah and it's been really bad to the point do you remember when i texted you and i said i just i was like yeah. this is never ending not even just like the stress headaches but like the stress in general yeah I remember texting you that and I told my Mm -hmm. counselor the next week and I'm like, I literally texted my friend like, because clearly I was in a depressive mode, just like Mm -hmm. thinking like hopeless thoughts and like thinking like this is never going to end. Like, is it always going to be this way? That's how you know you're kind of at a point where you need Mm -hmm. to rest. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of been where my mind's at. But on Thursday, um, I was on my friend's live stream and she prayed over me that headaches to go away and i haven't had a headache since amazing amazing it's really that's really amazing i'm really glad you didn't tell me that so this is the first time hearing of it i'm really happy that that you haven't had a headache and yeah i haven't had a headache since like i can genuinely like praise god and praise god for sure because those headaches were bad because like they're uh very like it's a tension headache if you've ever yeah, had a tension yeah. and it's really it just really feels weird and uncomfortable i mean all headaches do but like in a different way yeah um and so that's been really great and i've been feeling really good since and so um that's fun but like overall the summer's just been really stressful and it's yeah. better than last summer that's for sure because last summer was yeah. horrendous yeah. with anxiety and all those types of things but Right. overall like you know i feel like we're we've haven't seen each other as much just because we have so much going on because right. i'm still working i'm not in athletics yeah. but i picked up two individual tutoring jobs where i tutor right. one-on-one and so like that doesn't take up a lot of my time yeah. but it is something still that i have to do yeah and like i even messaged natalie yesterday i was like i feel like i've been a horrible friend like i've been so busy you know and it's like I feel like, and I know she's busy too, and I just feel like our schedules are just so different lately, especially with me doing a lot. And it, of course, Natalie tutors and stuff, and she tutors during the day. But my babysitting schedule is like a big chunk of my day, and it's like 30 minutes away from me. So it's a lot of driving time as well that I'm having to like include in like my time of day of just like, okay, well, I know the traffic's going to be bad at this day, and it's going to probably take me actually longer than 30 minutes to get to babysitting because there's always a pile up on this you know um bit of the highway you know or whatever so sometimes it takes you like 40 minutes to get there and so I feel like my days are just eaten up by like not just like work but just even just driving like calculating the time just it takes to go to babysitting and come back from babysitting or even my um my new um boyfriend he even kind of lives far from me um where like if I'm trying to go to his house like at, at, a, at like a prime traffic time you know like right when everybody's getting off of work it's gonna take me 30 minutes to get there so I end up staying with him a lot when I'm on that side of town just because it doesn't it's not worth it trying to like drive all the way back to this side of town and I feel like we don't see each other as much anymore it makes me sad but it's also just like the nature of like everything we have going on as well and I'm just glad natalie recognizes that (laughs) well and i think i think that's just part of the reality though too with like we have such an idea of what summers can be like oh we're gonna go do this and we're gonna go do that and like there's nothing wrong with having that but i think there's also such a pressure to it's interesting because it's like grad school will say um oh you deserve a break like have a break like you work so hard during the semester also you have to do comprehensive exams but remember that you have a break oh and if you have a break you feel guilty Oh, but if mm-hmm. you're, you know, it's like, I feel like it's and a never ending, like double edged sword. Right. And like your professors would be like the first people to tell you like, well, you deserve a break. Cause I remember thinking like, 
I remember telling, because I'm doing this group project with some of the members in the department and with one of our professors, and we had like a little Zoom check-in about like what our steps were going forward and everything, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be traveling, and she was like, good, you deserve a break, and I'm thinking like, that's two weeks time of no reading, like I can't afford to like take almost like a, like almost two weeks from just reading, you know, Um, but I mean, it was very encouraged that I let myself enjoy my, you know, vacation (laughs) and and I wanted to but I also felt guilty like I'm not using my time wisely and it's like how do you how do you do all of that you know and that's the part where it just becomes so difficult and like with Natalie that would stress me out too like the second you turn in revisions like you get another round of revisions and you're like but I have my dissertation I need to work on too it's like yeah and granted like I will say like I put myself in the situation publications and whatnot because I also am waiting on another one to see if they want me and now I'm I'm at a point where I'm like I'm probably gonna say no to that one it's Mm -hmm. gonna be a lot of character development for me saying no um you have a conference coming up as well no I do but I've already done all the work for okay, that. The that's stress- not stressing. That one's not stressing. The you stressful out. part will be the flying. Yeah, yeah. But I'll figure that out later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been one of those things where, like, yeah, it never ends, and it's hard um, to balance all that. But you know, it's funny because I think it was this past. Yeah, it was yesterday. So on Saturday, um, I didn't have. Or I'm sorry, on Friday, I didn't have anything to do. Um, like I didn't have to be anywhere, which is one of the greatest feelings like at this point in my life. Um, I woke up and I said, I'm going to work on the publication. Cause I talked to my, the person I'm collaborating with, I'm like, I'm going to work on the introduction and start to revise it based off of what they're suggesting. Right. I worked in the morning. I took a little bit of a break. I worked again and then I went to Trader Joe's and then I came back and then I worked, you know, and I was so productive and I was like, this is awesome. Come Saturday similar thing i only have one thing to do during that day but it was a fun thing like me and a couple friends went roller skating and i tried to work on the publication in the morning and my mind wasn't in it It, i just didn't feel i was getting overwhelmed i it was just so much and i said and i said no then i'm not going to do it and that's the most recent example but like there's been examples earlier since i last saw my counselor which is about two weeks ago i assume again this week um where I'm, if my body's telling me like, don't work on that thing. Cause you, I couldn't, I was forcing myself. Nothing was happening. So I just stopped and that's been really good for my mental health. And I know that not everybody can do that because obviously like there's a lot more that's involved in like comprehensive mm-hmm. exams and whatnot. But in that case, like I, f- I found like I could have a little bit more of that control. Right. Because the funny mm-hmm. thing is, and, and I'm still trying to figure out how this works, but like one of my, one of the things that my counselor has said is like, what is it that you, do you feel like you're in control? And I'm like, no. And then he's like, okay, but you made an appointment with the writing center specialist, like writing center tutor. Like, is that not something that you controlled? And I'm like, yes. So he's like, so you are in control and a lot of other things that you think you're in control of. So in the case of this past weekend, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm trying to work on it and it's working. I'm like, great, that's fantastic. But when it's not working, you feel like you're not in control. And right. that's like really interesting. So it's like, okay, the writing isn't working. So I feel like I'm not in control, but you know what? I'm going to take control and say, no, I can't. I actually am not producing anything in this moment. So I'm going to make the decision to not work on it. Guess what? That's me being in control. So it's just like, I, that's been really helpful that's for a, me. That's a great piece mm-hmm. of advice. It is. It really is because it it it, it makes you feel like cuz if I let it if I let it just kind of ruin my day and stress me out, 
then it will then it will one two then i feel like i'm not in control because whenever we are stressed it's because we're thinking about a thing that we have to do that hasn't been completed or that somebody's expecting you to do something and it's like you feel like you can't grasp it right until it's done yeah but and if that's you, that out of control feeling right like you feel like exactly. i can't grasp it i can't grasp it and it won't be until it's done then the weight will be lifted but then there's just always going to be something that comes up back right after that thing so you're in this constant loop right exactly in my my and that's where yeah. mindfulness comes in like yeah. for example let's say right. what you said earlier this really kind of like triggered a like that connection when you said earlier like i have to go drive over to babysitting or you know visit your boyfriend and you're thinking like i hate that i have to be in this car and drive 30 45 minutes depending on the hour right but you also have to get from point a to point b so you have Mm -hmm. to make that drive so instead of thinking that oh i wish i didn't have to do this because you have to do it you you can't teleport over there i mean yeah it's just not how science works (laughs) at least unfortunately yeah how can I look at this as an opportunity to control what's happening in the moment? Right. Right. And be mindful of the drive. What if it's great that I get to pass by like a fun store that I want to go to, you know, one day or, or whatever it is, or what if this is a good moment for me to really appreciate that new, that Taylor Swift's re-release of speak now? Like that's what I've been doing. Yes. Yes. I've been trying to do that as well. And I guess I didn't have the language for it. Like practice. Oh, I I guess I, I could have come up with it, but I think, I haven't really thought about what that is. And I think what you're saying is like being mindful. Like I'm trying to learn Spanish, right? So when I'm in the car, I that's my time to listen to a podcast um, called Coffee Break Spanish um, because my boyfriend is Hispanic and he speaks Spanish and his family speaks Spanish. Natalie speaks Spanish. So <laughs> I've got a lot of people in my life that speak Spanish. So I really want to learn and how to be fluent. And I'm starting, you know, from square one. So I've been making that time to be like, okay, this is when I'm going to listen to my podcast and practice my Spanish while I'm in the car, you know, that way. Cause I know the route. So I don't need to be as mindful of like, where am I going? Where am I going? I know where I'm going. I can kind of like take that time to be like this is where i'm going to do my little spanish lesson of the day for myself um or if i'm going to listen to a podcast or something fun to make that drive like less terrible especially if i end up hitting hitting some crazy Mm -hmm. traffic where there's like an accident or just like a big pile up of just traffic just because everybody is just traffic like there's no wreck or anything it's just backed up um yeah i try and like actually like make that drive like something fun to do And, you know, I try, like, when the baby's napping, when I'm at babysitting, I'm, like, trying really hard to, like, make sure that when she's napping, I'm using that time wisely to say, okay, I'm going to capitalize on this time, and I'm going to read, and I'm going to focus, and even if, you know, she only naps for 45 minutes, that's 45 minutes of reading that I got to do that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise or whatever right and one thing that i'm still trying to figure out um as i continue reading that one book by dr um i forget his name dr greg bataro um is mindfulness is actually um yes being in the present moment but it's also being non-judgmental and mm-hmm. it's not just a negative judgment it's also a positive judgment like don't right. even have any feelings towards oh this is a great moment i'm gonna cherish it and blah blah, blah. that's not mindfulness it's interesting and yeah. so i still need to figure out what that's like but yeah i think i bring this up just because it's like i'm also at the same time like i'm also trying to make sure that i'm not just this is what I was going to get at um, for bringing this up too. is like if we sit here and wait 
for the moment where we turn this thing in and then that's when we feel that sigh of relief or that control this is going to be a long process yeah and it's like you have to find ways along the way to that end to say this has been enough and that's what i've been working on with my counselor and that's what it's really hard but i think that mindfulness is really able to step into that and say okay this is what i'm controlling today this is what i'm choosing to do this is what i'm doing here and here and here i'm not gonna judge it i'm not gonna say that was the best day ever because if i say that was the best day ever and the next day doesn't become a best day then you're then you're going to be disappointed because you're like, you set yourself up, you set up an expectation that was maybe too high. Exactly. And because not every day is going to be the most productive day of your life. No. You and know? if you're mindful and you're not judging based off of pro- productivity or not being productive, like you can't yeah. fail. Yeah. And I feel like this idea of like, what is productivity too is a question that we talk about a lot. Like even in just like the writing classroom, like what does it mean to produce why are we so focused on like the end product of something? Why are we so obsessed with like, oh, I can breathe once I turn this thing in? Like when that's not, whenever the important part really is the process. And the learn, I mean, the, and learning. the learning that you did along the way. And that sounds right. very like, woo woo, like, okay, yeah, the learning, we, you know, the fun we had along the way. But it's true. It's so true. It's like, I don't even think, like, we don't even take a stop. We don't even take a, a moment to stop and realize like, oh, wow, I did learn like all of this stuff. You don't think about it until after when you're looking back and you're like, I did learn a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are we not having, I guess part of that mindfulness too is being cognizant of the fact that we are learning while we're actually undergoing the process, not just when we're looking back on how the process went. And that, going back to the episode, the emotional toll of comprehensive exams, like one of the biggest things that I think Mark taught me was that, thinking about how like in the process of doing your exams or in the process of doing anything, you're learning how to be an academic. You're learning how to organize based off of categories. You're you're learning mm-hmm. how to take notes. You're learning so much in that process and it gets lost when you're just focusing on the end product. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that because we want to be done, but we have to be able to cherish the time that we're spending mm-hmm. daily not even cherish it, but like recognizing like, like the, this is the time that we're yeah, using like, and the things that we're learning. Yeah, like saying, well, this is teaching me something, even if it's not going the way I want it to go. Even if I, you know, I didn't do as much today as I thought I was going to do, like I still am learning something. And it's funny because that's kind of transferred over to my marriage. Like um, I've started thinking more about like, am I thinking daily about like, being married to this person that I love and like spending time with him. And it's like, I could sit here and be thinking about like, Oh, well I need to do this, this and this, like my mind could continuously be focusing on that. But am I really focusing on all like the thing that matters, like Mm -hmm. my husband and spending time with him or like being with my friends and like the, you Mm -hmm. know, like there's so much that I think that gets lost when we're so focused on the thing that's coming up in two, three months next week. Like Mm -hmm. why can't we, and it's hard. Like, why can't we just focus in on like the little things that build up the day and what we're mm-hmm. learning and enjoy those things and not even judging them whether they're good or bad, but just acknowledging them. And right. it's so hard. It's really so hard. But I th- it's part of the learning process, I think, you know, yeah. like of figuring out what your summers are going to be like and going yeah. in and doing what you can. And because let's be honest, like at the end of the day, like, you could be reading everything, using all your time and reading and everything. 
But like, that's not, that's not your entire degree. That's not, it's important for your degree, but it's not, it doesn't define who you are. It doesn't define the type of, you know, like there's so much that I think that builds up. That's like, what about the relationships or like the actual Mm. learning or like even just enjoying the book? Like there's so much that I think that gets lost and it's been so hard for me to, it's like been a learning process in that way too. Mm. Um, But I think just grad school summers, especially when you're, in comprehensive exams and dissertating like i think you just learn a lot about yourself and the discipline and even though it's hard i feel like we're still having i mean i think this is a really good reason why we're having this conversation too and i'm thinking too just about comprehensive exams too it's like and i think i think mark may have brought this up in his um in the in the episode about exams um about like kind of figuring out what your method is too yes. which is a whole other learning process like you're learning how you learn exactly essentially. like your method is how you put together you know materials how you put together a paper how you you know do all of these things like that's a whole other learning in itself um yeah and, and I, you yeah. yeah go ahead no i just i think this is i know we started off like complaining but i think like the big piece of advice here the big takeaway is that mindfulness that you Mm -hmm. brought up and like how are we gonna practice mindfulness how are we gonna practice like being in the present moment whether that is with school whether that's just with people we love in our lives you know and i think that's a really important conversation and i think the way you kind of explained like the importance of um how to practice that mindfulness and even like what your therapist said like what are you in control of and like focusing on how you are in control of what's going on and i think all of that's really important i think that's like some of the big takeaways here is like these are ways that we can kind of re refocus ourselves when we feel like everything's overwhelming yeah what am i in control of how am i going to practice being mindful in this moment yeah um you know take a deep breath be like you know i'm going to take a deep breath real quick i'm going to regather my thoughts for a second and i'm gonna refocus re- i'm gonna shift how i'm thinking about this whole situation which is really ultimately it i mean that's yeah. what counseling is you go in and you reshift the way that you've been thinking about everything and so mm-hmm. um i'm still figuring out what mindfulness right you know i'm trying to get yeah. to that point and figuring out like what that really really looks like but i think yeah. over the past week or two um, that's been something that I've been I've been kind of thinking yeah. about because I want to cherish this time too. At the same time, it's like mm-hmm. I would love to have all the publications done and not have to worry about them. Yeah. But like I'm learning so much about the the reviewer process. I'm learning about revisions. I'm growing. I'm loving what I'm doing. At the right. same time, it's Amazing. like so. There's so much there too. Like yeah. it's like you were saying earlier with the Confederacy of Dunces book. You said you loved it. You oh, love I, that. I book. love it. It's so funny. It's like, would you rather? Would you rather just have that book finished or is there, fu- isn't there like a nice joy of knowing that you're fun, you ha- you're having fun doing it. Right. Yeah. And that you're actually like, it's, it's nice to get that check. I get it. Check it off your list. I understand. Mm-hmm. But there's so much still beauty in the fact that like in the process of it, you're reading such a good story. Right. And I think that gets lost whenever we have so much to do and, and we, all we right. want to do is just get it done. It's like, how can we find ways to enjoy the process or even just be present in the process? And Mm -hmm. then how can we recognize that we are doing enough? Yeah. This has been really encouraging. I feel like a renewed sense of like, okay, I'm ready to like 
enjoy this process of exams. I felt I felt that after I listened to you and Mark's episode. Um, but I, and I and then of course like I kind of lost it a little bit because I was like, okay, now I'm back to being busy again and freaking out. But I need it. But I think this conversation too, keeping this in mind along with like the conversation you and Mark had about like how all of this is going you know I I think this has been really encouraging at least for me um with sort of like recentering like how I'm viewing this whole thing well then on that note we still have some time till till the semester starts Mm -hmm. so what are you I don't want to say what are your goals but like what do you think is going to happen in this next month and a half that we have month month <gasps> almost a month in a week sorry i know that kind yeah. of maybe stresses out a little bit but yeah what what's gonna happen with the rest of your summer what are you imagining what it maybe yeah what are what are your thoughts i'm i guess what i'm imagining for myself for the rest of the summer before school starts right is i've got this project coming up right like i know i have that coming i have like the written part of that is definitely going to be done before the semester starts Um, So I know that that'll be something that I will have completed. Um, I know that I will probably at least have most of my reading, at least half of my reading done. And I think I also know that I will be in communication with my committee and say, honestly, I don't think September 1st is going to work. And I think just knowing that I can tell them, like, I'm going to have to push this back will be a weight off my shoulders in and of itself. Just like having that conversation. Beautiful. What about you? I just want to write. Yeah. Whether that be dissertation revisions, I just want to write. Yeah. Cause that's you know, so nice. Cause I've had honestly, like, even though it's been stressful, like I've had a really good renewal yeah. of like loving to write. Like I actually finally yeah. feel like a writer this summer amazing which is beautiful because like it just it just it makes me feel so like i don't know like i guess i've always wanted to feel like this and i feel like i finally feel like this and so i just want to write i i want to write towards my dissertation Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna worry about making it look good i'm just gonna write i'm just gonna reflect i'm going to continue writing for my chapter this new november i'm gonna continue revising and just writing Mm -hmm. and that's really gonna be it for me this summer that's awesome yeah that's a great goal like i'm just want to you just want to focus on writing that's amazing and that's what you're doing and that's what you've been doing and what yeah. you'll continue to do and you're gonna do amazing with that i feel good about good. what's coming up for both of us i feel like yeah. we're gonna be productive no matter what mm-hmm. i think we're gonna keep the wheel moving mm-hmm. now we might not be going fast or but as we're, far we're as but far we're moving but we're moving and that's ultimately what matters because mm-hmm. you if you don't do anything i'm gonna be real with you that's bad you know if we don't do anything for a very long time that's bad yeah but we are actively working towards something mm-hmm. and you know if it's going a little slow that's okay yeah but it's gonna go and we're gonna do an end of semester reflection in december and watch we're gonna be done with it all right so as long as we're making sure that we're we're recognizing what we're learning in the process and what we're what we're doing, mm-hmm. then that's all that matters. Right, I agree. Because it's going to be great when that publication's out, and it's going to be great when your comprehensive exams are done. Right. But making the most out of these moments will be recognizing I'm reading a good story. 
I'm enjoying the process of writing. I'm learning how to write a better methodology paragraph than I could ever have done in the past. Right. Like it's that's really and being able to do that is going to be enough. Right. So perfect. Anything else you want to add? Um no, I think that we kind of covered everything. I just if anybody else is in the same boat as us, hopefully this was encouraging. Encouraging and also sort of like listening to us vent. You know, it's okay to vent. It's important. You need to do it. And yeah. it just goes to show you that you're not alone. Yeah. Like we're all we're all dealing with it. Yeah, this pro- this this part of the program is difficult. It you is. Know? But you can make it through. You've proven that you've make could make it through. People mm-hmm. have gone through this. Yeah. So it's doable. You're not and doing your it alone. Professors and your committees are here to support you. You know, exactly. they want you to do well. They don't want you to do poorly. So no. if you need to say like I need an extension or like I'm having trouble with this or whatever, like just be honest with your with your people. Right? Exactly. And they're gonna be there for you. And if they're not, you gotta find a new committee. Yeah, if they're not, be like, well then you're not my committee member anymore. I'm gonna find somebody else. Yeah. And if that's not necessarily something that you, you maybe don't have another choice, find friends that will support you. you. Your, your yeah. grad student colleagues are doing the same thing. Yeah. They're feeling what you're feeling. It's totally okay. You're not mm-hmm. alone. Um, yeah. Cherish the cherish the time that you're, that you're using towards yeah. all of that because the end prize is great and that's ultimately what we want. But mm-hmm. so much could get lost if you are just focused on that. Right. Alrighty. Well, then we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. And we want to thank you for listening. And also, if you also are going through some tough summer stress, you know, and you want to let us know about how you're feeling, you can email us um, at the podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at the podcast. And again, big thank you for listening. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.